Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points in the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, the Lionesses make history becoming the first England team to win a major tournament since 1966. With the new Premier League season starting this weekend, we look at how each club are looking ahead of the new season. And as we head into the last month of the transfer window, we look at all the big moves that may or may not take place. Well, with all that to start off the new season here at Let's Talk Football, let's talk football. Well, hello, 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 everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Firstly, to newbies, um, you may now find us on YouTube. I'm waving to the camera. So, yeah, you wave at the camera. Uh, hi everybody on YouTube. So if you're not, if you if you'd like to go and subscribe to us on YouTube, um, please head over to Let's Talk Football on YouTube. Um, we will put a link somewhere. Yeah, we'll find somewhere to put a link. We'll find somewhere to put a link um, until at such a time where we have 100 subscribers and get all of the links. Oh, the URL. The URL. Oh. Special times. Special times. Um, so yeah, but. We must first start off by saying welcome back to our second season. Yeah, they renewed our contract. I'll say yes, they, definitely they. <laughs> Not just us sitting around going, why don't we do something? Um, so no, it's good. It's good to be back. We've got lots of football to look forward to this season. We have, yeah. And we've had some great football over the summer in the form of the Lionesses. Who, who yeah. have absolutely smashed this summer. What what a what a time for that team and for women's football in England. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think in Europe too, to be honest. Yeah. I think certainly, it's been good. Yeah, certainly people will have sat up and taken notice. Absolutely. Um, you know, it was a great great game. Let's talk about the game on Sunday firstly. What a game. Yeah. What it makes me very proud to know that, you know, the Man United girls have oh, contributed. Here we, here we go. Heavily to to the success of the Lionesses. That took you but, about oh, two and a half minutes to mention yeah. Manchester United. Mary Earps, England's number one for a reason. Smashed it. She had she had a save, right? I, I think I can't remember which game it was. I think it was in the Sweden game where it reminded me of David Seaman getting lobbed by Ronaldinho. Yeah, and she and she got there and she got to it like David Seaman couldn't. Right. With you. And I was yeah. just, I was just like, oh no, I was like, <laughs> I watch, I watched the ball go over, and I thought, oh no, it's David Seaman all over again. But she got to it, and it was perfect. Oh, so that was good. Dear. And then, Ella, and then Russo, Alessa Russo, with the audacity of the back heel oh, in the yeah, semi final. That, that was a great finish. I'm pretty sure her coach will be like, you should have put the first one away. Yes, definitely. <laughs> because you know she did, she did have a good chance. And I'm then, sure our coach will be like, you should have scored the first one. And then just to back heel it in, it's just like... Yeah, just the cheat, the audacity just to do that. It was just to like, bunk. And then just the embarrassment, because the goalkeeper's just not expecting it. It just goes straight through her legs, and you just know that that's red face forever. <laughs> red face forever. And then, of course, Ella Toon also got us back into the, the, the game against Spain. Yeah. And then she lobbed the goalie in a final at Wembley. I mean, that was oh, an was amazing so moment. Yeah. It was so special, and the fact that I don't know if you've seen like the reverse angle, you just she, see the look she, of composure. She knows it's she knows it's going in as soon yeah, as she knows she it's going foot. in. Yeah. But it was the composure before it. She just it seemed like she just went ice cold. Yeah, as the ball came to her, and she just loved it, and it was beautiful. 
It was, a, it was a wonderful moment. But I guess we ought to mention the match winner as well. Yeah, definitely. What a like, little toe poke from Kelly there. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you have to be in those positions to, and, to win well, the that's game. Well, that's why she was there. She was yeah. there for that, for the knockdown and to prod around and be a nuisance. Yeah, obviously. And then I don't know if you've seen yeah. the picture that they took of her when she was swinging the shirt around her head. No. And they caught a perfect moment of it where a name, the back of her name is just there. It just says Kelly oh, so as she's swinging the shirt over her head. So that's a special picture. I'm sure she'll have signed and put up places. Definitely. Everywhere, forever. What a, to what a moment. Forever. Sports personality team of the year is lock on lockdown. I here. mean, team of the year, coach of the year. Yeah. We can stop the count. Yeah, yeah no, it's still going to happen. And I'm sure one of them will probably end up winning sports personality of the year as well. Yeah, probably. Uh, depending on who gets nominated for it, but it'll be one of them. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure, but what, what a moment. And hopefully this is the start of something special for women's football in England. And just to note as well, you know, we saw I saw all the celebrations in Trafalgar Square, which was great the next day. I watched that back. I was at work, so I had to watch it when I got home, which that was fantastic to see. But then also in Germany, the German team got a good welcome when they got home too. Yeah, as so, they should. Obviously, they did very well in the tournament yeah. as well. So hopefully it's the start of things and people can get themselves down to some WSL games and or the champions, the championship, the women's championship league or whatever. The, what's the second division called there again? WSL two, I think it's called. Okay, so get yourself down to some games. There's plenty to go and watch. Yeah. Um, around. And they're obviously going to have games at bigger stadiums as well. Obviously, our ladies are playing Manchester United. I think it's September the twelfth at the Tottenham yeah. Hotspur Stadium. That might be That's good. I mean, yeah, that. I mean. Yeah, the women's the Man United women's team have played. They've only played once at Old Trafford. But I would imagine um, it's probably going to be a more common thing. Obviously, it depends. Obviously, it depends on the size of the stadium. It depends on the match they're playing. Yeah. But, yeah, it'll, it'll be a grow. good thing to Hopefully see. Hopefully, it's, it's, yeah. it's a growth part now, isn't it? And it's about what, what happens with it. And and it's not just that. It's at the grassroots level and, and how yeah. you take this forward. Because there's going to be thousands of, of girls who are in the stadium, let alone watching at home. You know, I want to go and do that. I want yeah. to do that. That's what I want to do, and that's what that was. That was the point, really. That's what we were looking. That's what everyone was looking yeah. to get. That's the catalyst. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully that is the start. The start of it now, and we love to see it. We do. So yeah, congratulations to to the lionesses. Uh, right. So, also very exciting. Premier League's back this weekend. Ha ha! Yes, yes, it is. So. As we did last season, I think we need to have a little bit of a state of play uh, yeah. with each of the clubs and see how everyone, where we think everybody's at. Um, we might as well go alphabetical. Yeah, alphabetical is easier. Alphabetical is easier, and it's what I've got my list in. Yep. <laughs> in front of me. So it does help. It does help. Uh, right, so Arsenal are normally number one. Yep. They've had a good pre-season. Yep. They have. They've they've brought some good players. They've brought in Jesus from City. Yeah. They've brought in Zinchenko. Yeah. To give some competition and probably some cover, or if not, uh, oh, to it will definitely be some competition for um for, for Kieran, for Kieran Tierney. Tierney. Yeah. If he if he's injured all the time, uh, they brought Fabio Vieira from Porto as well. Thirty four million that one. Uh, but obviously, their, their big marquee signing so far this summer has been Gabriel Jesus. 45 yeah. mil from Man City. And he's had he's had a good good start in pre-season. He's been in, in amongst the goals. 
in pre-season. Yep. He's, uh, you know, he's obviously done what he needs to do. Yeah. Off to a good start. And I think Arsenal will be... I think, well, Alteta will be quite happy with where he's at, I think. You know, they gave Chelsea a bit of a, a battering, didn't they? Yeah. In in the game in, in pre-season. But obviously, you know, you read what you will into that. It's pre-season. Yeah, that, actually, yeah. It's a, it's a fitness exercise, isn't it, pre-season? It the is, results I think are kind of Tuchel, secondary. Yeah, but Tuchel wasn't very happy, I think, with the performance that no, they put in anyway. No, it was very funny to see him very unhappy. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't happy at all with him. He wasn't happy at all. Uh, but Arsenal are in a good spot. Where they would probably like to improve, would they They like a bit of extra defensive cover, maybe? Yeah, certainly missing a centre-back from that list, aren't they? Yeah, but Players we say that. I've said, I think I've said the same about Arsenal for the last 10 years, to be honest. Like so it's they brought in Ben White be last summer, didn't they? So yeah, they brought in Ben White last year, and obviously they've got Ben White and Gabriel. Yeah, but do they want uh, beyond that? Else yeah, to kind of help them out, really. Yeah, and they brought obviously up for, up front. They're probably looking okay. They've brought in Jesus. They brought in you know the young Martin uh, Marquinhos. Yeah, um, so it should be quite helpful to them. Uh, midfield, they that's where Fabio, you know, Vieira, uh, Vieira in midfield for Arsenal. Yeah. That normally goes well. Normally goes well. Normally goes well. They probably didn't pay that much money for Patrick Vieira, but I suppose in today's money... In today's money, Patrick yeah. Vieira was probably about the same price. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Uh, so, you know, and they've, they've got rid of bit some of the... some players that probably weren't going to be featuring as much or didn't, or Arteta didn't fancy as much. So, Gwendozzi's out the, out the ground. Yeah. Uh, Nuno Tavares has also gone off on loan. And obviously, Lacazette's uh, off the wage bill. Lacazette's gone back to Leon, of course, as well. Yeah. So it's annoyingly good business from Arsenal so far. Yeah, they've done very well. They've done very well, and I think now they're in for a decent season. But it's Arsenal, and they might do something very Arsenal. Might shoot themselves in the foot like they did last season. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> well, you can only hope. <laughs> I can only hope. But we'll see how they we'll see how they get on. But um. I'm sure Arsenal Fan TV will still be the special case that it oh, always is. Mate, someone has already said they're going to win the quadruple. But that was Ty, wasn't it? I, I don't know. Some man did it. I, it, it was Ty. I'm sure it was fell Ty. fell off my chair laughing. It is in his hat outside the stadium after yeah. a friendly, I think. He's, he's the ultimate optimist, is Ty. Bless him. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's, his glasses are so rose-tinted, you can't see anything through him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Definitely. Right, Aston Villa then. The Aston Villa signings. Are... Yeah, done some good good stuff. Obviously, they've made Coutinho permanent. Seventeen million for Coutinho. Yeah, easy money. Yeah, take that all day, don't you? Yeah, you'll have that. And Barca obviously have their issues. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> we'll really get onto do. that probably a little bit later. Yeah. Um, Diego Carlos brought in from Sevilla. Yeah. Uh, who played in the game against United preseason looks very solid as a defender. Yeah, obviously Kamara is um, a good one on a free transfer. Yeah, absolutely. He'll offer something for him. And again, Robin Olsen—that's a permanent deal from last year. Yeah. So I expect Villa will do more. I think they've let a um a young player go to Chelsea, or they're in the midst of letting one of their younger players go to Chelsea. Okay. Ch- Chukamenka. Oh yeah, yeah. Him. The one I can never pronounce. I can never pronounce <laughs> that man's name. But yeah, I mean, they have let a few players go as well, Villa. You know, Wesley's left. 
Uh, Matt Target obviously has gone to Newcastle. Trezeguet's gone to Turkey. It's definitely the churning of a squad from one manager to another, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and he's brought in he's brought in Rory Wilson from Rangers as well, Stephen Gerrard, so obviously yeah. fancies him somewhat, as well as bringing in Augustinson from Sevilla on yeah. loan. Obviously, there's still a month left of the window, so still plenty yeah, of time. There might be some more move, and I think you know, given that there's more games between now and the end of the transfer window this time around, I think you'll find a lot of clubs will be like won't be panicking so much because they can play a couple games see where they're at and then and be like and then see yeah. exactly where they need to prioritize going in if they haven't already worked it out and they'll be working on some deals but i imagine there'll be quite a bit of movement towards like the end of this the window, as there yeah. always is as yeah. there always is but there's more time more games for a manager to see exactly what he needs uh so yeah so villa i think they'll have a not a good season i, I think they'll stick themselves you know, they'll be pushing for that top eight, really, won't they? That's, yeah, that'll be they their will goal. Be, yeah. But they'll, they'll probably be, be comfortable mid-table. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll be wanting to mix it um, higher up the league this season. Um, you know, just seeing... It is difficult, though, because when you look at, quote-unquote, the top six, it's difficult to break into that. Yeah. West Ham have managed it, um, you know, to be in and amongst it. Uh, Leicester had it the year before when they were in and among, uh, amongst that. So, you know, Villa will be hoping that they can be one of those like one of those teams at this point, I think, in yeah, their just, development since they've come back. It just depends the on how they yeah, how they start really. Absolutely. We'll see what happens with that one. But um yeah. I think they'll have a they'll have a they'll have a decent season, they'll be pushing for Europe, I think. And that that's gotta be Villa. And why not have a go at one of the cuts proper? Yeah. Um, you know, if you find yourself in January safe in you know, you're more than safe in the league. Or if you know, if you're not quite in that European fight Go and get yourself a cup. Give the fans something to celebrate. But we'll see how that goes on as well. Uh, right, moving on to the first newcomer in our list. Yep. Well, newcomer, re-entry. <laughs> re-entry uh, at number 20, perhaps. Yeah, a re-entry at number 20. Uh, Bournemouth, AFC Bournemouth are back in. Yeah. Uh, they've done some steady business, really. Yeah, they Don't definitely really... need some more bodies. They probably need a bit more quality, I think, in their squad. They've brought in Marcus um, Tavernier. From Middlesbrough, twelve and a half mil. Joe Rothwell's come from Blackburn on a free, and then they brought in Ryan Fredericks from West Ham yeah. on a free. So they, they they probably need to do a bit more. Bournemouth. Yeah, Scott Parker has already said he is not very happy with what they've done so far. Yeah, that was before um, they signed Tavernier. So, yeah, yeah. They, they need to to work on it. I think you know they'll, they'll need something up front. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they've got a couple of decent players in that squad. They've yeah, got Ryan mean they have Christie, got good... who was at Celtic. Yeah, they have got the good players. The issue is, is have they got the Premier League quality? And that's that's what we're going to find yeah. out, really, because I don't think that squad's full of Premier League quality No, but it's players. going back to what you were saying about Aston Villa. Obviously, they're probably just going to gauge where they are first couple of weeks, and they go, right, we need this, 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 and this. They'll yeah. probably they'll definitely need a bigger squad, I would think, than what they have got. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised we'll they released Gary Cahill, to be honest. I thought that would have been... All right, he's probably not a starter each week in the Premier League, but he's certainly yeah. got the experience. Absolutely, he does have that experience, but you know, maybe that was a him, his decision. Maybe. And what he wants to do. So, um, but yeah, I think Bournemouth are going to struggle. If they stay in the league, that'll be a success for them. Definitely. But I think they're going to struggle, yeah. given what they've done so far in the transfer window. It's gonna, it's gonna be a hard season for Bournemouth fans, unfortunately. Uh, Brentford then, uh, who have been busy. Some very uh, decent in, players for win. Yeah. Yeah. 
Aaron Hickey from Bologna. They've brought in Keen Lewis Potter from Hull for £20 million. I love Keen Lewis Potter. I can't wait to see how he copes in the Premier League. I hope he does well. But £20 million is quite an investment from a player that's not proven in the Premier League, considering what other teams have paid for players that are probably slightly higher quality. Yeah. Um, from bigger, you know, pride away from bigger clubs. But it's Brentford's kind of philosophy, isn't it? That they do mm. go down into the lower leagues and they do bring players with them. Yeah. yeah and I, I don't necessarily, I don't definitely don't have a problem with that. I just think that that fee is quite a bit. It is a lot of money. I doubt they're playing that up front. Mm. I would have thought that would be broken down into sort of, you know, ten, maybe 10 million to start with. Or yeah. 15 million to start with, and then the rest is add ons. But yeah. Yeah. And then if it works some... out, it's going to be a great signing for them. Yeah. But in the context, then you add that they've brought in uh, Lisby from Watford, Kokosha from Lazio, and then Ben Mee, and they, they brought all them in for free. Yeah, exactly. Extra yeah. numbers in the squad. Obviously, Ben Mee, we know, is a quality player, can probably walk straight into that Brentford team. Yeah. And um, the other two, I'll be honest, I don't know that much about. No. Um, See, Strakowski is a good one as well, goalkeeper. Yeah. Be back up for David Raya, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Unless anything's well, going to happen to him, but we'll see. Yeah, well, we shall we shall see. Um, Brentford, again, they'll probably, I think, given their business, they'll probably, again, be looking just to stay in the league this year. Yeah, you would it does, sort of it, you know, 15th upwards will probably be very happy. Yeah, what, what they've yeah. done, it's not like a stepping quality of player. They've brought solid footballers yeah um obviously taking a chance on keen lewis potter and well they're in know. for damsgaard as well the um the danish kid mm-hmm. which might be an interesting obviously that's kind of Chris, their christian erickson replacement after yeah. he left in the summer yeah so if they can get that one over the line that adds a bit more quality doesn't it to their midfield Definitely. they haven't really lost anybody really have they of, of their, other than christian erickson yeah no nobody's really gone out that you would have said oh that's a surprise they've let yeah. him go yeah yeah keeping on to ivan tony i think would be quite important for brentford yeah definitely yeah so yeah hopefully they'll have another decent season so let's move on to brighton then we're probably in the same sort of boat as brentford for me i mean they had a very good season last year but they have lost a couple of players now yeah obviously they've lost basuma yeah yeah basuma's gone to tottenham they yeah, they are potentially going to lose Cucurella as well. Cucurella is kicking off and wants to leave and has put in transfer requests. So. But the good thing for Brighton and the good thing about Brighton is they will find a gem. Obviously, Cucurella is a perfect example of that. Only came in last summer. They bought him for, what, £10 million, I think it was? Yeah. They're going to sell him for get... 60 Yeah, Exactly. So... so are they becoming the new Southampton? Yes, potentially. potentially. They find the players... To prove, give them a chance to prove themselves, and then off they go. But I say, I same again for Brighton, the same for, for Brentford. If they're sort yeah. of around fifteenth, sort of that, yeah, twelfth, fifteenth mark, yeah, yeah, they'll be looking to just to stay in the league. I mean, they've brought a couple, they've brought a couple in. Again, these are players that I don't really know much about. Julio, Enciso, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I'm saying these names right. Adingra, you're, having, you're having a go. I'm having a go, and then and then Baker. Boete, 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 Boete from Porto. Um, I'm just sitting here listening to you. So. Yeah, just listen to it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Porto player undisclosed. So yeah, I mean, 
again, if these are fine, because they have a knack of finding a player, don't they? So yeah. if these are if these all work out for them like they have done in the past, then um, and they and normally goes. do their homework very well at Brighton. So I'm sure I look forward to seeing them and seeing if we get a new star in the league. That's Brighton. Off to Chelsea then. Now, Chelsea, obviously, were trying to close that gap to Liverpool and City. Yeah. I think they're probably a little bit short at the moment in terms of what they've done. Yeah, they're definitely going to need three or four more, I think, Chelsea. I think they, well, yeah. I think they need it. I would, I, would, I would say at least two more. I think right. they need yeah. someone to go through the middle. Yeah. Up top. Um, obviously, they lost Lukaku, but he wasn't really that much of a help to him last season after the first month. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they need someone to come in there. Timo Werner's not clicked at all in no. his last couple of years. So sounds so like Havertz, he's going to leave as well, doesn't it? Yeah. So Havertz is the man that they're going to rely on through the middle. Other than that, then you're relying on maybe moving Sterling in, obviously. Well, I think that's uh, what they potentially might do. They might yeah. just play with the three and sort of let them interchange between the three of them. I don't think that would be a bad shout. Yeah, that, that's really what they've got to be aiming for. I think it's going to be that kind of movement. But, uh, you know, we'll see if they do go out for another forward. Yeah. I personally think they need one. Obviously, yeah. they've lost two quality defenders in Christensen and Rudiger. Yeah. They've brought in Koulibaly from Napoli, who's been linked to Premier League clubs for the last five or six transfer windows. It does seem um, like a long time. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He's... He's coming through, but I think they need another centre-back because they play three at the back quite a lot. They do. Obviously, yeah. they've got Trevor Shalabar, who's proven himself, and obviously Azpilicueta has been playing in that back three, but he, he's apparently not happy at the club and wants to leave. So, you know, they need to look at that, and obviously they lost out on Kunde. Yes. Uh, so they will be looking, I think, to do that. Uh, I think elsewhere they'll probably be all right. I think they've been, obviously, um, they've been... Is it Cucurella's... The, Cucurella's the one looking that at Chelsea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're looking like it's going to be Chelsea now. So that gives them extra cover for Reese James. Yeah. And the right hand side, and the left, I think Marcus Alonso is kicking off, so they might want to go in the market for another left wing back. Yeah, obviously Cucurella um, can play on the left hand side as well. Yeah. So, so that'll add extra cover there. Um, but with Ben Chilwell, we'll be I coming mean, with back Chilwell from his big and injury. Cucurella, do yeah, that's really, good. Do you really need Marcus Alonso? Well, no, and I think he wants to leave. I think, you know, by all by all accounts, he's, you know, there's a there's not there's some unhappiness within that Chelsea dressing room in pre-season. Yeah. Um, and that will be their biggest challenge early doors in the season to make sure that that kind of doesn't get out of know. control. It's a big job for Thomas exactly. Tuchel now. It is obviously the takeover has happened. Obviously, yeah. that was upheaval in itself obviously as you mentioned they've lost two big players because of that that upheaval i don't necessarily think rudiger would have gone if there had been a stable environment there for him to get a contract deal done i don't, I don't think i think i think rudiger was always looking for that move out yeah. and i think once he i think once that deal with madrid was on the table maybe and i think the same for christensen as well you know his agent from january would have been going out there and looking because you got to remember the you know the European issues with can, yeah. the, the issues with Roman Abramovich didn't really happen until February, did it? No. Um, you know when things happened when when Russia invaded Ukraine. Yeah. Um, so that was when that happened. So all of this would have been, you know what I mean? They're already getting into their last six months of their contract at this yeah. point. Those two. Perfect. So, yeah. so they were probably already looking for the moves out, and then obviously Lukaku's gone back to Inter Milan on loan. Inter Milan laughing <laughs> in the yeah. face of Chelsea. 
They cannot believe they're like. It's gone, thank you for all your money. Yeah, we'll have the player back for a year. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And then probably um, send him for half the price next yeah, time. Exactly. Um, the usual loan outs as well going on at Chelsea. But of course, the big loss, I think, for Chelsea this season is Danny Drinkwater's been released. <laughs> oh, no. No one's seen him for three years, but apparently he's on the market now. And to be honest, I think there's a player there for a Premier for a mid for a good Premier League side to pick up in Danny Drinkwater. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, wasted his time at Chelsea. Yeah, and even so, he admit, even he admits that. Exactly. So I think you know, I'm sure. Hopefully there'll be a few options for Danny. He'll probably come close to the end of the window. I think once other options maybe start to dissipate for for clubs, and they go, well, there's a free player right there that we can go for. I would be surprised if that if there hasn't been a few offers on the table for him. That he's thinking about at least i wouldn't think yeah you would think so instrumental in that leicester team that won the league don't, don't remind me <laughs> crystal palace then uh they've done a bit of business uh they've bought in uh chris richards from Bayern munich a young american uh sam johnson's come from west brom on a free uh check decore i think he's their big sign in this summer yeah, absolutely he's a monster yeah 21 million pounds uh, I'm sure he will do a fantastic job for them. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot to look forward to. Again, it's, again, it's a bit the same as what we were talking about with Arsenal. Obviously, they're now into the second season under Patrick Vieira. They're trying to mm -hmm. sort of still shift the players that were there. Obviously, Martin Kelly's gone. Cuiate's gone. Yeah. So, yeah, Patrick Vieira is now becoming Patrick Vieira's team. Well, he's starting to, he's starting to mould it, isn't he? And yes, get what he, he wants here. For sure. Uh, obviously, we need to see how the new uh, signings settle in. Yeah. Will they um, struggle to score goals, important. Crystal Palace? Potentially. Maybe, but I mean, they've still got Wilf Zaha. They've still got still Wilf. Around. They've still got Edwards. Edwards yeah. doing well for um, um, Benteke. Is... Yeah, Benteke's still around. He's still around and he has found a few goals. Not what you'd want from the centre forward week in, week out. But enough to keep him ticking over. Yeah. So uh, Crystal Palace will be looking again. They're ones that I think will be, they'll be pushing for a top ten finish. I think oh, yeah, Palace. Definitely. I think that's kind of what they'll be looking for. But again, you know that that mid table fight. I think they'll probably be okay, Palace. But um, yeah. you never know. They could be. They could be a side that get dragged into it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But we shall see how the season pans out for them. Right, Everton. Everton. I worry about Everton. So do I. I think they need to do a bit more business. I think Frank has been left a bit stranded this summer, if I'm honest. So, so far. far, yeah, so far. Obviously, Dwight McNeil's a decent signing. Yeah, they've brought in Dwight McNeil. They've brought in Tarkovsky, who will definitely help their defence out. Yeah. Um, but I don't see the quality. They've lost Richarlison. Yeah. Old Richarlison. They got that £60 million. And if I'm an Everton fan, I'm going... Where's that £60 million gone? Reinvested in the team much? I mean, if you've paid £60 million for Dwight McNeil and that's why it's undisclosed, you've been robbed. Yeah. I so don't necessarily think we've given them £60 million yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I know, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like that, that's that's how fans will be looking at it, though. Fans yeah, yeah, will go, yeah, yeah. right, you've you've, you've you've sold Richarlison for £60 mil. Where's the replacements? Where's the quality? They haven't signed quality, I don't think. No. You know, Dwight McNeil's a good player. Didn't score a goal in the Premier League last season. Yeah, he's, he's not... He's not top-notch, is he? You know, Tarkovsky at 100% is a very, very, very good defender and will 
will help them defensively. If they get the Dwight McNeil of sort of two, three seasons ago, maybe. Maybe, but I mean, you can't rely on that. No. And, same, it's you know, the same with the Deli Alley thing, isn't it? Yeah, if Everton they get are... the Deli Alley of the two, three seasons ago, they're laughing. Well, that's it. Everton are a huge football team, and they should be able to attract better players uh, than what they have so far. I mean, Vinagra from Sporting Lisbon has been brought in on loan. Yeah. I don't know Defender. much about, about yeah. him um, as a defender, but there's nothing. I think they need quality in their midfield. They need quality in their wing positions, and they need quality in their strike force. Yeah. Although and they haven't Cal- done they have any of those Yes, yeah, Calvert Lewin, and obviously he had a tricky time last season. Yeah. But they, they need more. They need more. They definitely do. Otherwise, they're going to have another season like they had last year. And I don't yeah. necessarily think they'll get out of it this time. I think they will struggle. It'll only be if there are three clubs worse than them. Which potentially they will be. Yeah. yeah. You know, tactically they might be a bit better having had the preseason under Frank. Yeah. But you know they've still got the core of that squad is still there, but they've lost their most you know their best football their most influential player yeah yeah in richarlison i was looking at the outlists of everton and i did come across an astley um and i thought for a second i was going to read rick astley but it was ryan astley he's gone to accrington on loan loan. who are they (laughs) exactly next in your alphabetical list should be fulham yep it is fulham have who this time have seemed to have gone out and spent a bit of money yeah. Which they didn't do the last couple of times they've been in the league. But again, are they bringing in quality? You know, the first person I've seen on this is Callum McFarlane from Bradfield College. <laughs> and he was bought on a free. But again, that might be someone for the future. I don't know anything about him. Uh, first one on, first big money sign, well, their big money signing really is Joao Polinia yeah. from Sporting Lisbon. £20 million on them. And they'll be looking to get something out of a midfielder. So looking at the way that Fulham have been playing, uh, Marco Silva will be looking to get a bit more quality out of this uh, in, into his midfield yeah. to cope with the rigours of the Premier League. Yeah, but, he, he, you know, he played very regularly. He played 33 games last season for Sporting. But are so, they just happy yo-yoing Fulham, do you think? I think this is the change, and I think this is why they've gone out. and They've spent more money this time than they did last time. I'm sure they have. Yeah. So, you know, they look to be, this is the investment. Uh, and Babu from Wolfsburg as well, who's who's a decent footballer. Um, he brought, you know, and then they've got a couple of other loans on. They brought in Solomon from Shakhtar Donetsk on loan, and then they've brought uh, Andreas Pereira from Manchester United. He was left Manchester United after about ten years of being on loan somewhere or other. <laughs> um, he, he's a t- the thing is about Pereira as a United fan. You could see he's he's a very tidy footballer. Yeah, he'll get on the ball. And he'll get amongst people, but he never, for me, never quite had that level of quality that you'd needed at the top end of the Premier League. But I think he'll do a very good job for Fulham. Yeah, with I Fulham, do. I agree. Yeah, I think he'll do a good job for Fulham. Obviously, they lost Carvalho. Yeah, he's gone to Liverpool. Um, so that might leave him a bit short in the wide areas. Yeah, creatively, they've lost a very big asset. Yeah, absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see what goes on there. And obviously, Anguiz has gone to Napoli as well, who some Fulham fans might see as a bit of a loss. Um, but, you know, they, they have tried to bring in a bit more. They have tried to bring people in, I think, with extra quality. But what they can bring, we'll have to see. And obviously, that's the exciting bit about the start of the Premier League. 
season you're getting all your new players have that optimism and then the inevitable disappointment happens we haven't got to Manchester United yet though no we haven't let's yet. move on to Leeds right. shall we Leeds Tyler Adams from Leipzig for 20 million big signing big money signing Leeds have been spending money they've spent 24 25 million yeah but uh, they've had a lot of money come in as well so <laughs> Aronson yeah brought a young kid in from City they brought Rasmus Christensen in from Red Bull Salzburg have been raiding Salzburg yeah uh given given salzburg 35 million quid this season uh, this summer so far between uh aronson and christensen uh mark rocker's come in from by munich for 10 mil and then sinistera's come from Feyenoord for another 25 mil so they've been spending their money they have Leeds. they've yeah. been investing now they'll just be hoping that they can turn this into um results on the pitch and this is jesse marsh's chance to uh to do that yeah uh, obviously they've lost two massive players in rafinha and calvin phillips definitely yeah massive players and obviously a few people i think tyler roberts has now left the club on loan um you know he was a bit bart player but he was in the squad yeah it'd be very interesting i think to see hopefully their injuries how... are better this time around because they had a horrendous injury list last yeah they, they did have some bad luck with injuries last year but it will be about how these new players settle in because they have gone big, Leeds. Yeah. In replacements. Yes, they brought in 105 million and they've probably spent just around that number so far. I'm, so, you know, I'm it's not a big outlay. I'm table from Leeds, so. Yeah. I think so. I think, you know, I think, you know, they were very, very close to going down, but I think there will be teams that are worse in the league. But again, it will depend on how the new players settle in. Yeah. And if they can pick things up and get going in the Premier League. Uh, so, yeah. We'll see how Leeds get on. Leicester, 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 Leicester. They need to talk about Leicester. They've done nothing. (laughs) They've done absolutely nothing except sell their goalkeeper. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. They need some players. They've turned down, obviously, they've turned down the bids for Madison. Yeah. Newcastle will be back, I should imagine. I imagine that they will be, but Leicester needs... I don't know what's going on at Leicester. Nope. They they might struggle this year if they don't I think they will if they don't invest or they don't yeah. certainly don't buy a couple of players yeah you know that squad you got, is, yeah well you've got to remember there are there are there is still quality in that leicester team let's there not are. forget that there is still quality in that leicester team yeah obviously but for where Perez. they were and yeah. where they were and what they were looking to do they haven't done anything to move them forward this year no. so they could see themselves dropping down into that mid-table area definitely um the way it's been for them right then uh liverpool liverpool runners up last year of course uh, they've brought in three players so far. Uh, young Scottish kid, Calvin Ramsey, coming from Aberdeen. Uh, and obviously, Carvalho from Fulham. But their big money signing was Darwin Nunes from Benfica. Now, obviously, Nunes in the Community Shield game showed up. Yep. Uh, helped Liverpool win that first game of the season to show that actually this season we're still going to have... It's still these are still the two teams... Um, oh, it's definitely going to be just between the two of them at the top yeah, again. Th- yeah, these are the two teams. They've still got the quality in there. Yes, they lost Mane, but they'd already got the replacement for Mane in in Diaz. They've got Carvalho now, who kind of comes into that squad in that area of the field. Big, big changes. Obviously, Origi's now gone as well. He's gone to Milan. Yeah, Neko Williams has gone to not Spurs. Well, Minamino's gone. Minamino, who was in the goals, but. He was scored some quite. I thought 
important goals at yeah. important times to give Liverpool that chance of their quadruple. Has gone to Monaco, fifteen and a half million. Gone. Yeah. But uh, I think you know probably the time is probably right for him. Yeah. Um, give it a go. But I think the biggest disappointment to Liverpool fans, uh, obviously, was the sale of one of their best players. Yeah. Uh, well, say one, their sale. Uh, Loris Carrios got released. Yeah. And I'm sure that'll be a big loss to Liverpool in Champions League finals going forward. Very much tongue in cheek. And then the champions are up next. Manchester City. Obviously, the big deal, which we already talked about at the end of last season, was Erling Haaland. Yeah. Who, for some reason, has been slated because he missed, what, a couple of chances in the Community Shield game. Yeah. Some people guys. might be eating their words. Don't be silly. This, this, is, this is Erling Haaland. Don't you worry. He will find the back of the net. Yeah. And you will look like a fool. Yeah. As soon as they one... get, they supply to him. He's well, that's they're they're yeah. going to stop him. It's going to be a piece of game, which is why I'm really surprised they let Sterling go. Yeah, I thought I thought Sterling would be perfect for Haaland. Yeah, perfect for you know, him. You know, much like a relationship that Sterling has with Kane for England. Yeah, that could have been the relationship that him and Haaland had at City. Puts a lot of pressure on Jack Grealish as well. Well, it does, but that's, I mean, that's what he what he should well, he want really. He should be well, yeah. thriving. He well, should he be thriving off for. of that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, we still don't know if Bernardo Silva's going to leave. Yeah. Apparently Barcelona um, are interested in him, aren't they? Barcelona are interested, but also he's kind of on. I've been on the edge of leaving the last couple of years, really. Yes, he has, yeah. But he hasn't really had his move. But yeah, they've brought in Calvin Phillips, which, you know, he's a really good player. But if I'm Rodri and I'm seeing Calvin Phillips come in, I mean, that's the thing for me. It's like, okay, you've got this real competition in that midfield, but one of them's not going to play as many games as they want to play. No, but I suppose but it's the same as Fernandinho and Rodri, isn't it? Well, less so with Fernandinho because he was older. Yeah, but obviously... So Fernandinho had kind of, okay, I've done this. He was in his yeah. mid-30s and, and it was kind of like, yeah, okay, the changing of the guard and Rodri's just coming in, coming into himself. Calvin's of a similar age where he's feeling like, oh, I should be at my best. So it'd yeah. be interesting to see how, how Pep deals with that situation. But maybe City have thought, actually, if we're going to win the big one, in inverted commas, we need to have players that, you know, if you take Rodri out of the team, you put Calvin Phillips in, you don't notice any difference. Absolutely, but the challenge will be around the keeping the players happy when they're not playing as many games as they want to play. That's that's the yeah, challenge, isn't be it? the biggest so, thing. Yeah. So completely from a tactical point of view, yeah, I can rest him, I can rest him, and I can put him in and put him in, and that's fine. But then you put the people in, you know, the, hum- the humans, the personalities yeah. into that situation, and it changes slightly. So, you know, Seems Calvin to... Phillips is yeah. he's a good guy. I'm sure he won't kick up a fuss too much, but he, he won't necessarily be happy about it if he's only played 20-odd games by the end of the season. Yeah, Seems to be a bit of a changing of the guard at City as well. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, but that's that's the challenge, isn't it, for Pep to get that rotation in, to create the dynasty, if you like. Yeah. You know, much like Ferguson did when he created his teams after time time again. This is the challenge for Pep now that he's not really had before. No. No, he's not uh, stayed he's, long enough at a club to do he's it. Not, he's not. Yeah. He's not done. He's not done this. But you know, he, he did build this city team. Yeah, and now, and now he's, he's rebuilding it again. Yeah. And that's the, that's the challenge now, isn't it? Can he? You know, because at Barca he was gifted with Xavi and Iniesta and Messi, and you know he he has. Don't get me wrong. He's one of the, he's probably the best manager in the world right now. Yeah. You know, don't you know? Don't think I'm downing his skill set at all by saying he had all these great players. Yes. He got him playing very well, but he was given the luxury of having them already at the club. And he went to Bayern. That wasn't really going to be a challenge, really. 
you know, winning that league. But again, he had he had the mind and, and still the tactics to get it right. At City, at City, he came in and he had to build a squad at City for the first time, really. Yes. Yeah. And he and he did it. He did it. <laughs> Obviously, he's done it, and he's done it yeah. very successfully. And now he's got not quite got that Champions League, but he's yeah. now yeah now that turnover's kind of got to happen, you know. And it's it's about planning that through. But defensively, they shouldn't move too much, really. No. Um, in the midfield, yes, they've brought in Calvin Phillips, but you've still got the likes of De Bruyne, mm-hmm. and and obviously Rodri and Gundogan. You still got all of them, and then it's up front, really. You've brought in Haaland. You've let Jesus go. You've let Sterling go. Uh, they might get in. Obviously, Bernardo Silva may go, so they might be in the. They might go back out in the market for another forward. Yeah, but they'll probably go and get Wow Felix or something like that. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> but you know, they Just might. Put they a might name out looking, there. <laughs> yeah, because they haven't really spent any money this year. No, no. If anything, yeah. they've made money. Yeah. They've made money, so which is unlike you know, Man City. Absolutely, but that's the model they've been building now for years. Yeah, and it's starting to. They're starting to get you know fruition from that. So we'll see how it goes for City, but obviously they'll very much be in the title fight. They'll very much be looking to get hold of that Champions League this year. Much as I hate to say it, I hate saying it, but um, they are still the team to beat. Yeah, and of yeah. course, Liverpool did beat them at the weekend in the Community Shield, but in these very, very early days uh, to be writing anybody off. Right, here we go then. Oh, God. Brace yourselves. Here we go then. <laughs> the, best, the best team in Manchester, uh, Manchester United. Still gonna City. Still going to back it. Still backing them. Uh, we've done a bit, we've done, obviously, we've got the new manager in, Ten Hag's come in. We've had a good pre-season. I've watched the pre-season games. We're playing better football. Are we there yet? No, of course we're not. It's going to take some time. But there's an identity now, and you can see what we're trying to do. Um, playing very much in that fashion that Ajax have been playing. Um, we've brought in Christian Eriksen, who I think is going to be a great signing for us. He will add that extra quality in our midfield. You know, there's a bit of discussion around whether he'll play in the two in midfield or in, you know, or as kind of a backup for Bruno. I think yeah. he'll play. I think he'll play as one of the two. I think. I think um, you can do that with him. I think there's no reason why he couldn't do that job for you. It's not what he's best at. But no, but he's yeah. going to be better than what we've got in there. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, him and McTominay together. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know. Donny's been playing a bit more in pre-season. Hasn't Do you know really... what? I've completely forgotten about Donny van der Beek. Yeah, but he hasn't really set the world on fire in pre-season. He's getting, you know... That, that but... doesn't shock me that you've said it that. It doesn't, but, you know, this was <laughs> this is his big chance, wasn't it, to come back with... Yeah. Uh, with, with, with the Eric Ajax playing... manager that brought him yeah. through anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it was kind of like, OK, let's see him. Yeah. But now this is like, there's two managers that have gone... Well, two managers that have gone by that haven't really fancied him. Uh, and now we're into Eric Ten Hag, and he'll decide what happens with him. So we'll see what happens with Donny this season, and whether he can. Martinez he can do is it. a great signing as well. He, he, yeah, he he did have. Before we move on from Donny, he did have some good moments. Him and Eriksen were linking up quite well. Yeah. In the game against Rayo uh, Rayo Vallecano at the weekend, and they had some good little intricate like one-two passes. I think the issue that Donny's had this preseason is he's only really played with the kids, and he's had one half. With right. the with the main team, so it's hard to tell. But he hasn't really set the world. He hasn't looked. He hasn't looked at the pitch and gone, "Wow, he's the best player on the pitch." Do you know what I mean? So we'll see. And there's a couple of youngsters coming through. Like I think Garnacho has got a great chance of sticking around the first team this year. Yes, um, yeah, I did see something about that. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens with James Garner this season, whether he yeah. sticks around. But again, there's there are a few players in that area of the pitch now, so he might end up going back out on loan. 
I would imagine um, so. Yeah. But he played very well. And other players, just real youngsters, just to put on your, your radar, Zidane Bell had a great preseason. And so did the young Charlie Savage, Robbie Savage's young lad. They've had, you know, really good, really good, solid pre-seasons for youngsters. They'll probably go out on loan, both of them, I think. I don't think... The one temptation would be to keep Zidane, I think. Yeah. But I think they both need to go and play some First some men's football. football and get built uh, and really build their strength up, I think, doing that. The biggest um, cloud I think you've got over the club at the minute is what's going to happen with Cristiano. I think Cristiano Ronaldo is going to end up saying, I think he wanted to go, but I don't think anybody's come up with an offer. Yeah. I don't think he leaves. Obviously, he wants to play in the Champions League because of his Champions League records, right? Yeah. That's all he's... At, at this point in his career, that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. He wants he wants to get them, you know, solidify those and extend those records. But I just don't think the opportunity is going to come for him. No, what he might do is see what happens with the qualifying stages of the Champions League. Yeah. And then try and force something through to maybe one of those teams if Possibly. you know someone gets through yeah. to the group stages. But you know, Chelsea have said no. Bayern have said no. Um, Barca have said hell no. Atletico Madrid's fans put a banner up. At the friendly that United had saying CR7's not welcome. Yeah. So Sporting Lisbon seems like the biggest option at the minute. What, sorry? Sporting Lisbon seems like the biggest Sporting option. Sporting Lisbon's come through again, but are they gonna are they gonna go well, yes it's Cristiano? Can we afford him? I think would be the big issue for Sporting. Yeah. Um is Ronaldo playing games because there was a clause in his contract about a salary reduction? Uh, if we didn't make the Champions League, possibly. So is he playing that game? Um, but he come back. He's tweet. He's put out an Instagram saying, "Good to be back." Um, yeah, he put that Instagram comment out the before right, the game. He's saying all the right things, but and he never. Yeah. But he never did this at the other clubs when he left. He never did it. Say Juve is the big example from last year. Mm-hmm. He rocked up to that training ground and said, "I'm not playing for you again." Packed his bags and left. He hasn't done that this time. One to keep an eye on, folks. But 100% one to keep an eye on. 100%. And if he went, we'll see, because Martial's come back and showed good form in pre-season, but will that translate to the season? Rashford looks a bit more confident than he did back end of last season. Sancho's had a good pre-season. So the the front three that you could start with have all had a decent pre-season. But... We've been so inconsistent the last few years. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get from them. No. Obviously, Lissandro Martinez has come in. I'm very interested to see what we do defensively because I don't think Eric's bringing Martinez in to sit him on a bench. No. So you've got Maguire, who's still getting stick. You've got uh, Varane, and you've got Lindelof. Um, Lindelof is probably the first one that you kind of think he's not going to get many games. But again, I've never really had a problem with Lindelof. I've always thought he's been fairly solid. Maguire obviously had some mistakes last season, had some confidence issues last season, getting a lot of stick. And I think the fans will be crying out for Varane and Martinez. But even Eric Bailly's had a really good pre-season. He did a step over, ran past Thiago. Pardon? In the, he, he, did, he did a step over and ran past Thiago in the friendly against Liverpool. So, he, you know, and he's looked solid. But again, I think he's probably he one probably that's going to look for a move. No, he did. I watched it. And then he ran 40 yards and, they, and, and he ran into the, the box. And they didn't give him the ball back for him to have his shot. I thought that was bang out of order. I mean, we scored from it, but I thought it was bang out of order. He ran 50 yards. I was like, just give him the ball. Give him a chance. Uh, but obviously, United have lost a lot of a lot of players. But players that we expected to leave. 
that you know really the only real quality you could potentially say is Paul Pogba in terms of quality but actually what has he done for the club in the last five years not a great deal no so him going to Juventus probably best for all parties involved there but we'll see how we get on I think we want to be in that top four fight you know it's I'd rather be Arsenal if I'm honest right now and I don't say Ooh. that lightly I don't say that lightly wash your mouth out I know Jesus they've done much more better but hopefully hopefully the manager can make the difference for us do you want to warn me before you're going to say something like that again at, at, at this point at this point we need the manager to make the difference okay well we really fingers do. crossed eric good luck son yeah good luck with that <laughs> uh, obviously we start with brighton at the weekend so we'll see how that goes right then let's get on to newcastle you know, i think have been very conservative given what i was expecting given the takeover last year yeah you'd be expecting them to done a couple more just the three so far yeah just the three so matt target matt targets come in permanently nick pope's come across from burnley sven botman is their big summer signing uh, center back from Lille, and then they brought in charlie MacArthur from kilmarnock which i think will be one for the future yeah but yeah newcastle obviously i think they'll end up probably they, they want to be pushing depends what they do between now and the end of the window they want to be doubt. pushing for the top 10, don't they? Yeah, yeah they, well, they want to be pushing for Europe at this stage. I, I, I wouldn't think. necessarily say that right now. I reckon no, I think, baby I think, steps. No, that's what they, I think that's what they want, though. Yeah, that's what they want. That's what they want. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. I think they will end up mid-table. Eddie Howe's obviously done a great job with them last the back end of last season. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, Gramerez is still there, obviously, and they've got that quality in St. Maximin. Uh, adding that stability with Sven Botman at the back, if he can hit the ground running. Nick Pope's obviously a very good goalkeeper. Um, so Newcastle have got some work to do. Yeah, I still, I, I still think there's going to be maybe three or four. Yeah, more there's got to be there's got to be something big and shocking coming from Newcastle. I think. Yeah, I, th I think there's that's there's, that's one to watch for. That's a club to watch for me between now and the end of the transfer yeah, window. Obviously, they're going the, to do something outrageous. They are, and obviously, as the window gets further on, you then start to see players who are not. In fancied by the managers i'm looking at real madrid i'm looking at barcelona and you might see them pick up somebody really good at really cheap yeah yeah so we'll see what we'll see what happens with them obviously we i will talk about that in a bit i think we didn't talk about the whole frankie de Jong thing did we but we'll move on <laughs> yeah let's not talk about we'll frankie move on <laughs> right nottingham forest then nottingham forest they have gone for it they have they really they have. want to stay in this league and, and I you think can they will, tell. to be fair. I think yeah, they will. They've, they've made some... Again, these are not all main staying names that you're probably going to know, but they have got a little bit of quality that they're starting to bring in. You know, they've spent money uh, mainly in Germany. Yes. But they've then bought Neko Williams from Liverpool, who we all know is a very talented footballer. Yeah. They've got Dean Henderson in goal, which I think might be one of their biggest... Um, signings yeah. most probably a lot of clubs himself... after dean henderson yeah. yeah got themselves a solid goalkeeper and then with wayne hennessy they brought in a very solid backup goalkeeper yeah. um jesse obviously lingard. jesse lingard's yeah. gone in on a free which i'm really surprised he didn't end up at west ham i think west ham said they pulled out of it because they didn't want to get in a bid in war so they no. probably offered jesse a contract nottingham forest said okay we'll give you this yeah and then he's, he's, they said understand... well we're not getting into it but from what i understand with the jesse lingard it's a one-year deal yeah. So it's a free hit for Nottingham Forest, essentially. Yeah, and for Jesse in that and respect. And for Jesse, isn't it? yeah. If he does really, really well and they stay up, they'll say, yeah. do you want another year? 
or mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. But yeah, no, great bit of business, Jesse Lingard. Yeah, yeah, and so Lewis O'Brien can... to be fair as well. Yeah, Lewis O'Brien yeah, from Huddersfield no. looks like a decent player. Yeah, yeah. So if 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 Jesse can hit the ground running like he did at West Ham, I think that'll be a massive oh, boost of quality for Forest. Yeah, yeah, massive boost of quality for them. As I say, I think they've got enough to stay up, Forest. I hopefully. really hope so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm me because there's just it's Nottingham Forest, isn't it? Yeah, just the history of the place. It's good to see him in and around the Premier League for sure. Right. Oh, you were a bit surprised, weren't you, about Lewis Graben leaving? I was a little bit surprised by Lewis Graben leaving. I thought he'd be all right in the Premier League. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. someone thought otherwise. Obviously, um, but he was. I like Lewis Graben. To be fair, he's a he's normally one of my go-to strikers on football manager. <laughs> Uh, right then, uh, Southampton, they've done a bit of business. They have. I, again, this is a very, it's a very Southampton-type summer for me. Yeah. They're bringing all these names of players you've never heard of, but I guarantee you a couple of them are going to be absolutely stellar signings. Other than Joe Rebo from Rangers, I don't really know anyone else. Obviously, Lavia, they've brought, back, uh, brought in from City for 12 yeah. mil, but it might, be another, it might be another season of they've done really well. Yes. These are new players, you know, has the scouting team that we know Southampton have got done the business again. They'll be looking for a mid-table finish they will at be. this yeah, stage, definitely. looking at looking at their business just to, just to solidify themselves just, again. Just not week one, Southampton. All right. Thanks. Well, they are very up and down, very inconsistent, aren't they, Southampton? And that's what, for them, that's what they need started. to kind of... Yeah. That's what, they've got, <laughs> that's what they've got to work on, though. They've got to work on this consistency thing. Yeah. You know, you can't go from losing 9-0 one week to winning 4-0 the next week no. all the time. If for nothing else, hold of, your, fans, hold of, your fans' hearts, for nothing else. Yeah, obviously keeping hold of James Ward-Prowse is a huge thing for him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I, I never really saw a move away for him. You know, I don't know. Someone comes up with the right number. Yeah, but I don't know who. No one in England really, I don't think, would no, be, going, would be in for him. So if it was, it was, it would need to come from abroad and it would need to be a big team, yeah. really. To be able to afford to get someone yeah, out of the Premier at League, least 60 million, yeah, for yeah. So I don't see him moving because I don't see any of the top six really going for him. Tottenham would probably be the best place he'd fit, I think, inside the top six. Yeah. If I'm being honest, but you don't really need it. We've Tottenham spent really loads of money already. <laughs> yeah, you don't really need anyone in that position anyway. So no. I don't, I don't think there was ever really a move for him at this stage. Um, but we'll see. Who knows what can happen? Southampton will be looking to. Get that consistency though this season for sure. Definitely. Speaking of Tottenham, they've been busy. We have been busy. We've been very busy. So Ivan Perisic has finally got his Premier League move. Yeah. He's waited about ten years probably, but he's finally got it. Bit of quality down the left hand side. Yeah. Down. I mean, yeah. the one question I think for Ivan Perisic is: Has this come a little bit too late I... at thirty-three to adjust to the Premier League? We'll have to wait and see on that one. He looked pretty good in yeah. pre-season. The couple of games we know he has he's, played. Yeah. yeah, we know he's got quality. We know he's he's got the the ability. But can he? Has he got the the stamina and the pace at thirty three to be able to cope with the Premier League? Yeah, that's, that's the one question mark for Perisic to answer. Definitely. You know, he might smash Definitely. it. Yeah, obviously he looks pretty fit. Yeah, you know he, he's obviously been up and down quite a lot with Inter Milan over the years. Which is the pace of the Premier League, as you say, is a lot quicker than Italy. Yeah. Um. Obviously, fingers crossed. It's you know, it's a free transfer. There's nothing really to that. Is it Absolutely. a gamble? It's a little bit of a gamble, but it will be one that might pay off. Yeah, we'll see how the season goes. I'll take, me, I'll take the splinters out now. After that one. 
Brayton Forster, obviously a backup goalkeeper. Galini went back to Atalanta. Yeah. So Fraser Forster's a safe pair of hands. Very tall yeah. man. As ticks, the discovered. ticks the quota as well. Yes, he does. Absolutely. Yeah. Zuma, that's what you see. That's what you see with a lot of clubs now. Yeah, definitely. You do see that. Get the older English goalkeepers in, into your squad out with the quota. Yeah. Basuma, 25 million. That's a bargain. Rising to 35. Rising to 35. But yeah, that's an absolute bargain. I mean, yeah. if you think we're going to have Skip, Joyberg, Benton Kerr and Basuma as the midfield four, or two of the four. Mm. We're fine in the centre of the park. Yeah, it's good options. Yeah. Richarlison, I was a bit worried about this one, but the more I thought about no, it... I think he's a good signing. Yeah, the more I thought about I've, it, the more... I fancied Richarlison. I've, yeah. I've really liked Richarlison. I would have liked him at United, to be honest. Yeah, you know, he's got, that, he's got that presence about him. He has, and obviously he can play down the centre and he can play out wide. So he fills two positions for us, essentially. Yeah. Obviously, if Kane needs a break, he can play down the middle. And yeah, he'll play, either play out on the left or the right. I would imagine he'll play out on the left. Mm-hmm. But he won't be playing anywhere this weekend. He's suspended. Yeah, of course. <laughs> for the opening game. Langlet's a good, good signing as well. I've always liked Clement Langlet. Looking yeah, forward to Bar- seeing what he Bar- can Bar- do. on loan. Yeah. Obviously, Barca trying to get their wage bill down. Yeah. They can register think, players. I don't think we're playing that too much of it, actually. Wage well, they must be playing a fair bit because Barcelona is going to get that wage bill down so yeah. that they can actually register their two new players. Yeah. And that um, might be a problem come the end of the window for them. It could very well be. Could very well uh, be a big Which problem. is why they really need something to happen with Frankie de Jong. Maybe. And a couple of others. Memphis Depay is another one that I've been hearing a little bit about. Yeah. Um, uh, Jed, and then, yeah, sorry. Yep. Jed Spence. Jed Spence. Down the right hand side, I think we're probably going to lose Emerson Royale, I would have thought. Mm. On the right hand side, obviously, Matt Doherty played pretty well towards the end of last season before he got injured. Yeah. Well, Spence, we'll have to see what happens. He looked There'll really probably good. be a lot of low movements. Potentially, yeah. Obviously, we've let Stephen Bergwine go. That's a bit of a disappointment. But yeah. he weren't getting first team football, so you can understand that. And for the fee that we got for him, it's a bit of a. No brainer, really. Cameron Carvick yeah. has finally left the football club. <laughs> He's a bit like um, Pereira, been out on yeah. loan for like ten years. Finally gets Celtic. a move. The big one for me, Dane Scarlett going to Portsmouth. I think that'd be a good loan deal for him. And Troy Parrott going to Preston seems like a decent one for him. Yeah, I think Joe up. Rondon getting a, a move to Rennes for the season. Yeah, actually, Rodin's... So. Well, he, he just wants the first team football for the World Cup. Yeah, there, I'm he? disappointed that's, that's, that's for what Joe. He's after. He needs he needs the first team football leading up to the World Cup. He does. Um, that's probably what's what's driven that. And I'm disappointed for him because when he's played and he's only played maybe maybe a dozen games, when he's come yeah. on and when he's started the game, he's looked solid. I yeah. don't understand. But, but that's probably what it is though, isn't it? It's like he's got he knows that Wales have got this World Cup coming up and he wants it's to play regularly. To do with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And keep and keep him. But keep there's an option football. to buy as well. There's a twenty million option to buy. Well, we'll see what happens with that yeah. then. But no, I think we need maybe one more, maybe two. I think you're being greedy. I think you'll be all right. I th- well, we're talking about getting an attacking midfield player. Not necessarily mm. someone to play in the 10 position, but someone, a creative player. Yeah. And I think we definitely yeah. do need that because we do lack a little bit of creativity in the four that I spoke about earlier. Okie dokes. Well, we'll see how something get on. I'm not be being greedy. For... I want more. You are being greedy. Shush. Right. Top four will be the aim for Tottenham again this season. Yeah, and I'll be Definitely. happy to take fourth now, please. Thank you. Yeah, 
I'm sure you would be. Join the queue. Right, West Ham next. Um, done a bit of business. They've spent a bit of money. Made Alfonso Ariola permanent. Yep. Um, and they brought a word from Ren for 30 mil. Yeah. Uh, they'll be looking to get make sure he settles in. A good defender will help them bolster at the back for sure. Definitely. Yeah. That's one that they probably nicked off um off Newcastle. I think. I think Newcastle were also interested in him. So hope you know. He might have a bit about him. We'll see how he settles in. Um, but I don't think defensively West Ham were necessarily that that was their problem. No, Samaka's the biggest one out of the ones that they've brought in so far. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they need a centre-forward West Ham. Obviously, although the last time they went out and bought somebody big in Sebastian Haller, it didn't exactly work. Well, no, but... I think this one might be a bit better for them. Well, they'll, the be so. yeah. they'll be they'll hoping, hoping so. Yeah, they'll be hoping so, for sure. Definitely. Uh, obviously, they've brought... Uh, the young Flynn Downs in. Yeah, Downs is a good player. Swansea. Tidy, tidy midfielder. Yeah. You know, and he is a, he is a West Ham fan, by all accounts. Yeah. So he can't go Probably wrong West there, Ham from... Obviously, yeah. Mark Noble's left, so they've got to replace him with somebody, haven't they? They have. They need someone in there. They need someone in there. Well, they got Declan. they got, big, they got Declan, bad, yeah. They've got a bit bad Declan Rice in there. Yeah, it doesn't look like Declan Rice is going anywhere. No, no, he'll be staying, I think. I think he'll be staying put. Uh, so, yeah, no, West Ham, they had a very good season last season. They'll be looking for something similar, but they might just drop out of it. But it depends how they start. If, if Again, I think they probably need a, a cup, a, another forward yeah. of some sort across, you know, whether that's a support from uh, Antonio, whether it's, uh, you know, extra cover for Bowen and whatever. But they've got still got quality in that team, and I expect them to be pushing Europe. Yeah, they'll be, again. Look at, they'll be looking at top eight again, West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Last but uh, no Wolves. means least. Wolves. Wolves, we've got to your last. Wolverhampton Wanderers who have signed He Chan, Wang He Chan, for 10 million. They've made that deal permanent from Leipzig. They've brought a young kid in from AFC Wimbledon. They've also brought a player in from Dorking Wanderers, Don Plank. Go on, the and they brought Nathan Collins from Burnley for 20. I'll tell you what Burnley has done. Only Burnley thing I've learned about this is Burnley well. have done. Burnley have done some great business in terms of getting transfer fees for their players this summer, um, and they had a good start, obviously, in the championship last, uh, at the weekend. So they, they'll be quite happy with their business. Burnley, the money they've got for the players that they probably knew they were going to lose anyway. Wolves, not so much. I think they were hoping for more at the start yeah. of the season. They need a bit more. They, they need do. some work. They need wolves. numbers. Wolves. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, we know this. You know, I think Jimenez is probably out. Yeah, injured again. Has he got another injury, I think, to start oh, the season? Not sure. Um, I'm, I'm sure I read that somewhere. Jeez, uh, that's so, bad news. If Fabio Silva go to Anderlecht, which seems like an odd one. Yeah, they, they, need, to do, they need to do a bit of work. I'm I sure think. Bruno Larg will be very happy come the end of the window. It depends what they do. It depends, it depends. what they do. Yeah. I think Wolves, this could be a struggling season for Wolves. It could be. They're, it's certainly looking like a bottom half finish, isn't it? Yeah, they were they were struggling at the end of last season, weren't they? Yeah, you know they started well, but then it, it drifted away from them, and I haven't really seen any improvement in what they've brought in. Obviously, Nathan Collins will add an extra number, but is he going to give you that quality? Unless you know? he can score twenty goals, yeah, <laughs> probably not. Exactly. So, uh, going to be a, a bit of a struggle season for Wolverhampton this time around. So, yeah, that kind of gets us gets us there. Right, a quick little prediction. Top four relegation. Top four. Top for me? Mm-hmm. The top four will be the top four that was the top four last season. Oh, you're backing Tottenham? I am backing us. 
Yeah. I've got to back. I've got to back my boys. I'm afraid. Of course you have. I've got to back them. Got to back them. Then I. Yeah. I think it will be City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and United. Yeah. But don't count out the fact that I think if Chelsea don't get themselves sorted properly, it could be Chelsea that are the team that drop out of the top four, and not Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal obviously are in that conversation before the Arsenal fans start. We know what they're like. Do we? Leave us alone. <laughs> uh, and then my bottom three. Yeah. My bottom three. As I'm looking at it right now, not this is not in any particular order. I think Wolves are in trouble. Yeah. I think Bournemouth. Bournemouth and possibly Fulham. Yeah. I would I would say that's quite close to what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Leeds will probably be in and around that, maybe. Leeds, well, Leeds have spent money, so they'll be hoping if, if they can all settle in. But I think don't count Brentford out of that fight. And no. I think Brighton could get dragged into it. Yeah. Potentially, again, depending on how their new players settle in. Yeah. Obviously, Southampton as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah. It's, but an, open race. it's an open race at the top and the bottom, really. Well, after, top, after third place, third, third and fourth. Yeah, third and fourth. Yeah. Yeah, fourth. after the and first two, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they could finish in any order. I think City, uh, um, yeah, I still, I still, I can't, I, I can't go against yeah. it. I still think City will win the league. As soon as I they think. get Haaland banging in the goals, yeah, yeah, the league's in trouble. We're all in danger. Yeah, we are really all in Absolutely. danger. Absolutely. Okay, so up next, then uh, we are going to introduce you to our Wonder Kid this season. Our follow-up. So, if you didn't listen to the podcast last season. We chose a wonder kid from Football Manager 2015 and followed their season. Last season, it was Gianluca Gardino. He didn't have the best of years. He no. didn't have the best of seasons. Ended up going up on loan. Ended up in a relegation fight. But they won the relegation well. fight. They did stay up. They, they did, did stay, stay up. up. But he didn't really contribute. No, he didn't. Um, he got COVID as well last yeah. season. Bad times. So this year, we're going to choose a player from... Football Manager 2016, and Richard is about to tell you all about them. So his name is Donis Avdija. 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 Avdija, yeah. He is a Kosovan. Yep. He's currently plying his trade FC Zurich. He has only yep. just who, who, signed for him. Literally. In the Swiss Super League. In the Swiss it's a Super, Super League. League. It's a Super League. Not to be confused with the horrible European Super League. This yeah, is the no, Swiss Super League. No, no, no. Yeah. But he's spent time at Schalke, he's been at Willem, he's been at Trabzonspor, Hearts, NM, he's been out in Cyprus, and he's been in Germany as well before settling yeah. in he's, Zurich. He's going to get all the goals and all the assists, I know he is. I know he's, he really he's, is, I, I really hope he does. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to smash it, I'm sure. We've, we've got, you know... We've got faith. Football wonder kids are the way forward. We all yeah. know this. We all sign them when we're playing football manager for the first time in a season. We always go on, get the best YouTube videos, who's on, have a little look, find all the articles, who should I be buying, young. Donis Avdijaj is one of them. Yeah. We're going to smash it. Hopefully. Uh, so, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Um, yes. Shall we go through a quick look at the first fixtures of the Premier League season? Oh, match day one. you got to love it. So we start the Premier League season on Friday night with Crystal Palace taking on Arsenal. Big job for Fulham on their return back to the Premier League. They're taking on Liverpool in the 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. A few games at three o'clock, including a Tottenham game, which is very bizarre. 
Bournemouth take on Aston Villa. Newcastle take on Nottingham Forest. Tottenham take on Southampton. Leeds take on Wolves before the 5.30 kickoff, which is Everton versus Chelsea. Three games on Sunday. Leicester versus Brentford. Manchester United taking on Brighton on the opening weekend before the final game of the weekend. And what a game it is. West Ham taking on Manchester City. Yes, it is going to be quite the start to the season, I think. Well, I said to a friend the other day, I really hope Manchester City play better than they did on the opening day last season. Otherwise, West Ham may well win that. <laughs> well, we will see. I want to thank you all for listening this week. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, please do like and subscribe, all those things, so that you don't miss when we go out next week. Uh, you can tweet us as well if you want to get in touch with us about your club. Uh, you want us to mention something that we've you want to have tell us about your opinions and stuff uh tweet us at let's football party how you can do that or you can even email us again at new email address this season by the way that's let's football pod at gmail.com uh we will be back next week uh with all the news from the first day of the premier league season uh so for now uh, hopefully we'll catch you all next week all right bye, bye. everyone